everyone. Welcome to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I'm your host, Diane Sorensen, mother, grandmother, former teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior at a deeper level. This is where we talk about changing our perception and limiting beliefs around behavior to a more conscious approach to understanding ourselves, each other, and our most vulnerable population, our children. I share my self-discovery journey and what I've learned along the way and what I'm currently discovering as I continue evolving on this journey. My hope is that as we become more conscious of how we show up for ourselves, our children, and others, that we'll discover the beauty that lies within us all. So I hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new week. Um, a new episode of the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. So glad that you are here, and we're just going to dive right in. Do you ever have this feeling of, you know, geez, could they just stop saying mom? Like, like you don't even like the word mom anymore, because all you hear is mom, 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 mom. That's what we're talking about today. So yeah, I've been there too, where you know, you just want, you don't even like the word mom. And I'm wondering if we flip that around to our children and we can see how we're always, you know, we're saying their names when, when we want them to do stuff or when they're in trouble, you know, then we, you know, let's say their whole name. Um, I wonder if oftentimes when our children are frustrated with us, if they say mother instead of mom. Um, But anyway, you know, they kind of tune that out too. You know, they kind of tune out to, you know, when we're always, you know, saying their name, saying their name, saying their name, or barking, you know, orders or, you know, telling them to do stuff. And they kind of tune that out a bit. Um, as, just as we do, I think, as we do when they're like, mom, mom, mom. Um, and I think we tune it out, to the, tune of, we don't even hear it anymore, or, or we're trying not to hear it, or maybe we're not even so much as we're trying not to hear it. Um, but I had a conversation recently with somebody, um, and they were saying that, you know, this, this thing, um, where it's always mom, mom, mom. And she was saying that um, sometimes she, it's just gotten to the point where she's not even hearing it. And, you know, maybe her partner or something will say, um, hello, <laughs> try to get your attention. And she's like, oh. Um, and I think part of that, too, is that we have so much going on internally. We have so much going on in our head that we're listening to the voice in our head. We're not really listening to the voice out here or we can hear the mom, mom, mom. And it gets frustrating, overwhelming because now we're hearing the voice in our head and we're hearing the voice out here and it's overwhelming. It's like, um, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, overstimulating. It's almost overstimulating. And here's the deal too. So when children above the age of around, well, around 10, we'll say seven to to nine, um, they're just 
starting to develop inner talk, inner self-talk, and inner voice. Um, Young children before the age of six or seven do not have that internal voice. They just say what's ever on their mind. And whatever is on their mind just comes out their mouth. And sometimes, you know, kids just talking, we're just like, oh my God, they never shut up. Um, Because they have all this stuff in their head. And they're saying it because they don't have inner talk. So as children get start to get a little bit older, you know, around the ages of seven and ten to ten, um, they start developing inner talk. And so they often aren't hearing us either because they're listening to the voice in their head. Um, and the more, you know, they have in there, the more they're not listening to the stuff out here or the more overstimulated they can get. Um, or, here's the, or here's the other thing that kids will do. They'll constantly say, what, what, what? Um, and part of that too is that they're now having this voice in their head and they're not um, processing everything that is being said externally that, that maybe you're saying. So um, you might get half a sentence out and they're like, what? And you're like, oh, can you just let me say the whole thing before you even say, you know, why aren't you listening? So, so yeah, we have this internal talk um, that kind of gets in the way sometimes. And so that's why it's really important for us to connect in with our internal system, our internal talk, our internal thoughts, um, our emotions, um, because all of that drives our behavior, right? Behavior is an inside job. So when we create space for us to just be with what is going on inside of us um, and notice it, you know, it's not like we have to stop it because actually that that just you know um creates more of it uh but just to notice it and to create some inner calm because here's the deal too the the more chaos we have you know the outer chaos we have in our life is a reflection of the inner chaos that we are experiencing so in or you know a, a lot of us want we just want some peace, right? We want peace in our life. It's just like some peace and quiet. Um, It's not about creating peace and quiet externally. It's not about making your kids be quiet and, you know, all of this. Because the opposite of peace is not chaos. Peace is the ability to move through chaos. And when we create an internal peace, when we create internally peace and calm, then we can manage the other, the other chaos out here externally with our kids. It's not about making them be quiet. It's about making, it's about creating an inner quiet. So I think oftentimes we get in our own head, in our own world, you know, we're just thinking about other things and, and 
so a lot of times we don't want to be interrupted with uh, our own thoughts, you know, and then somebody's saying, mom, mom, and it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be interrupted here. I'm in thought here. Um, and when we become conscious of that, when we become aware of that, we can certainly intentionally um, create some time um, for us just to be with our thoughts. So we can also, when we kind of understand that and start to you know, notice how much of the time we're in our head and thinking about other things, um, you know, we can uh, be compassionate with our children too and empathize with our children who, you know, we might be talking to them and there might be in their head. It's not that they're not listening or they're choosing not to listen or choosing to disrespect us. It's that they got a lot going on inside of them too. And that's why it's important. And I think I talked about this in a recent episode about, um, you know, our being aware of how we're communicating and going over to them, touching them, um, gaining their attention so that, you know, they're not in their head. They're actually present with you and you, you are present with them. And this is really the practice of being more present, more engaging. Uh, and that's really building a muscle. I mean, we're not going to be present all the time. Um, you know, this is not the traditional all or nothing. Um, but we can start noticing, noticing when somebody's talking to us and we're actually in our head, um, noticing when somebody's trying to get our attention by saying our name, mom, um, and we're really, we can hear it, but it's really not registering, you know, that, that signals that, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about other things that are in my head. You know, and I do this too, where somebody's talking to me or like with, you know, my husband, a lot of times he'll be talking and I, at first I'm listening and then whoops, I've gone in my head about something else. And then I'm back again. And it's like, oh crap, I just missed half of the story here. And, you know, I used to try to kind of follow along and just pretend I knew what he was talking about. Um, but now I just go, oh, you know what? We kind of joke about, I had a movie going in my head. It's you now that movie started. I missed some of the pieces you said in, you know, I might ask him a few things, um, you know, and I just own that. I, I just own that, you know, I got a lot going on in my head. Um, and I don't know, I think some of us have more going on in our head than others. Um, and I happen to have a lot going on in my head. So I have to really be aware of that. Um, I just notice that when somebody's talking and I've gone somewhere else that I'm like, oh, um, and then I just say something, you know, a lot of the times I'll just say, uh, sorry about that. I, I missed that. Can you, you know, tell me that again or, or whatever the case may be. Um, but just owning it and just knowing that that happens to other people too. And it happens to our children. Um, and our children have, you know, they, they don't have brains that are fully developed. So it's even harder for them a lot of times to attend. You know, we, our attention can be all over the place. Um, and the more our emotions are all over the place, the more our attention is all over the place. Because that, our focused attention and our emotions are linked. Um, so the better we are at managing 
um, our emotions. And when I say managing, I don't mean controlling them or suppressing them. I mean actually feeling them, having a relationship with them, um, knowing where you feel which emotion and which emotion is showing up, um, how it feels. So having a relationship with their emotions. The more we can do that, the more focused our attention is. Because if our our emotions are ever all over, so is our attention. And so you might notice that when you're stressed. I notice that when I'm stressed, I cannot focus. It's um, yeah, very difficult for me to focus when when I'm stressed. So just notice that too. Notice when your attention seems to be everywhere. Um, and that might be a sign to that I need to create some more time and space for myself, just to decompress, um, to create some calm, some inner peace. Because uh, when we can create more inner peace, that is felt energetically to the people around us. Um, and we might say, oh, I don't have time for that. I have to get the kids to this sport and that sport and da 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 You're not doing them any favors by not taking care of yourself. When we take care of ourselves, put boundaries around our time and our energy, um, uh, in, in, well, if, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that boundaries is one of my favorite topics. So um, I'm not going to go deep into that right now. Uh, but it is creating boundaries. It's creating boundaries because that's how we take charge of our life. If we are feeling... Um, stressed and depleted and not focused, then that is a sign that a boundary needs to be uh, put into place where you can create um, some space for yourself to create some more calm, calmness, to, to experience some inner peace so that you can experience more of it on the outside. And that is a gift to our children because then that is the energy that they absorb. They're absorbing that energy instead of the overwhelm, the exhaustion, the da 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 I got to do this and, you know, I, I, they need me. Well, they need you to be focused. They need you to be a confident leader in their life. So they need you to fill your cup. That is a gift. And we're just uncomfortable with that because that is not the traditional model that's not the messages that we got growing up to take care of yourself, fill your own cup. You know, um, it was give, give, give to others um, at your own expense. So when we do take care of ourselves, what happens? Guilt shows up. And then we go, oh, this must not be right because I feel really guilty. And we don't like that guilty feeling. So then we, you know, we just keep going in the cycle. And here's the thing about guilt. So guilt says, I've done something bad. And when we do things for ourselves, it feels like we've done something bad because we were taught not to be, do things for ourselves. We were taught to do for the other. So in that sense, guilt can support you by you filling your own cup and taking care of yourself. It's a healthy selfishness. 
So yeah, we were taught not to be selfish. That's something we push away. And selfishness in a healthy sense, if when we have awareness around it and how we're using it, can be supportive. In fact, it's essential um, to have a healthy dose of selfishness to fill our cup so we can have encouraging energy, an energy of thriving, an energy that brings joy to life rather than, you know, the, the mundane, the struggle, the, oh my gosh. Um, and that's what we want for our children. We want our children to be alive. We want them to, um, you know, experience the joys of life. And we want to do that ourselves. So if you are experiencing the mom, 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 oh my God, my head's going to explode. Um, use it for a sign that you've got too much going on inside and to create some space for yourself so you can fill your cup. So if you are ready to break generational patterns of overwhelm and create deeply connected, meaningful relationships and confidently be the leader of your life, let's get on a call and connect and have a conversation. There are several different ways to work with me. And so let's talk about the possibilities and see what fits for you. All right, everybody, have a great week and we'll talk. Thank you for tuning into the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm so very grateful for all of you who are showing up here with me because I believe subtle shifts create big impact. How we show up in our life, in our relationships, or our parenting impact our life, our children's lives, and the world. If you're ready to brave the wilderness of your beautiful soul, live life from the inside out, and create the life you want to live, head over to my website at diansorensen.net and get on my calendar to see if the Beauty and Behavior family is the right fit for you. I got you, and we'll talk again soon.